Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finish. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she tryna grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's Aruba. I realized I had to go and flip it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 156 of Psychotic and Iconic. Pause here along with my co-host Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Welcome back, brother. Uh, welcome back, man. <sighs> How was the uh, their prediction looking for your finals? My first you going to give me my flowers? My I want, I want my, my flowers. My first I want you to start the show with my flowers. I just gave you your flowers. I want my flowers. I just gave them to you. <laughs> you just <laughs> got to roll them. That's it. That's all I got? You did great. Thank you. I'm pissed, though, because my first one was correct. You, yeah, you were. But then I switched the because I got I bought in on the heat because they were just playing out I got it. Lines. I understood it. But you got them. Yeah, that was that was a great uh, game though. I mean the Nuggets. No, I said Nuggets in six. I was wrong by what uh, by a game, but I yeah, said the Nuggets were going to win. Yeah, no, I had the Heat in seven. But I gave the Heat respect too. I I thought that the Heat would win in Miami at least one. Honestly. Well, they lost four out of the last five. Yeah, or four straight. I'm sorry, but it's just, I felt like they would have they would have won at least one. Yeah, I know, dude. Um, so Nuggets get their first NBA championship, mm. um, in pretty dominating fashion. They were 16 and what throughout the playoffs. Four, something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah which is just nuts no they lost one game to the timberwolves two games to the suns one game and one game to four. the 16-4 yeah um damn they, they, they all the only team they swept was the lakers <laughs> and i feel like the lakers played them the closest in all those games arguably yes because in all four of those games they were in it yeah well the timberwolves took them to overtime in game five when they wound up beating them but i mean they're kind of cheeks um do you think the nuggets are going to become a dynasty they're on the path. I mean, the next two years, I believe they have Porter, they got Jokic, they got Murray, and I, I think Gordon the next two years. So they have their core locked up. So there's no reason they can't win the next two. They have experience. They've been there before. I love their coach, Malone. I mean, five seconds after winning, he's like, we're not done. Like, we're going we're gonna to win. That's we want cool. more. We want more. What? That's cliche. I mean, look. Cliche, it, corny, it, 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 But that's how they're feeling. That's an emotional thing. Like he he believes that in his team, like he saw yeah, them progress from day one. That's a great. I get Jamal it. Murray but tears his ACL. I get January. it, but he's a competitor just like me, so I understand, I understand it. I always say the same thing. Yeah, we we ain't done either. 
we're going to win some more. So you can enjoy it for 30 seconds and then it's okay. We're on to the next Super Bowl. Uh, he did enjoy it, but he's like, he has that mentality. He He's not satisfied because he believes his team has a lot more in the tank. Well, I, I and, mean, and, and I salute that. That's, I that's that great. Too. I mean, look, here's the thing. It's funny because if just to make a quick LeBron reference, if LeBron won a title beating two play in teams, a seven seed and a four seed, they would say that the championship is weak. He went through to weak East. He went through a West that was watered down, blah, blah, blah. But that's what the Nuggets did. They beat two playing teams, a seven seed and a fourth seed. Don't do that. I have to. Don't do that, though. To, no, though. because you predicted the Lakers to beat them. I know. So if you're saying their path was kind of easy and you predicted them to lose at some point on that path, then what does that say about the no, team no. that you predicted? What I was saying was I was referencing what they would do to delegitimize it, just like the bubble when LeBron wanted. They would always find a reason to do it, but because Jokic is the new shiny toy, he's the best player in the league. Um, you know what's funny about this is that I'm not really privy to those conversations. And and and, and I'll tell you what, like I, I, I don't talk that, that talk anymore about LeBron. Like, I don't, I don't shit on him any chance I get. So, to me, I don't even, like, read those conversations. To me, those conversations are stupid. Yeah. I don't even pay attention to them. I mean, it's just people that's trying to, you know, stir up the you know uh, the pot. But you're stirring up the pot against one of the greatest basketball players that ever lived. It, arguably the best ever. You know what so, I mean? what are we arguing? And what do, why are we trashing somebody? It's not arguable. I, I just don't understand it. I mean, look, I've never been the one to subscribe that the bubble championship was uh an aster i i don't i don't i don't subscribe the bubble championships the hardest championship ever won in the history of the nba i i would disagree with that I, but why because the you have people melting down going through mental issues depression things like that people are away from their families that was the hardest championship ever won go I mean, against paul george and the clippers I'll, I'll disagree with that because and and here's why and it's just to do to the lack of travel like you're home you're there at one place you're you're pretty much in a camp yeah. And you're competing. But so, that's hard. You don't have your chefs with you. It's you, not you it's not hard, though, because you have LeBron. When you have LeBron and you had that leadership, that gives your team, to me, an extra boost. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't saying it for that. I was simply saying that it was the hardest championship to win because the other teams were having issues. It's just LeBron is mentally strong, which people try to say he's not. But LeBron was mentally strong enough to keep his group around them and be a leader and lead them through that. I mean, who, who doesn't want to go sleep in their own bed? You slept in a hotel for 90 days. Yeah. That's not fun. But I'll tell you what, the thing to me with the to go back to the the Nuggets, the thing that was most impressive, they won that and they were making like four and five threes a game. Right. Like Michael Porter Jr. was terrible. He was awful. He's lucky he got paid already. But my thing <laughs> is with Michael with uh MPJ is he's gonna learn from this. Like he's gonna come back better. Mm -hmm. Now he understands that moment and the bright lights and winning a finals. So you think they're be, they're gonna become a dynasty? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I really do because they're. I, I, yeah. I look. I don't know if they're going to dominate the way Golden State did, but they're going to be around, and they're they should be the favorites in the West for the foreseeable future, barring injury. Well, they have a different style than Golden State. Golden State's more of a three point shooter team. I'm not saying stylistically. I'm just saying overall, Golden State dominated the league. Not to say Denver doesn't shoot threes. They do, but yeah, they have yeah. Jokic down low. That correct. That, that gives them a more diverse offense. I understand that, but I wasn't saying it for for style wise. I was just saying that. When you watch Golden State did it, and they were absolutely dominating. Mm -hmm. I, I don't agree. know if the Nuggets are going to dominate like that over the next three or four years, but they certainly could. They could. I mean, because look, who, who, Jokic is only going to get better. Number one, who's in their path? I don't know. LeBron. I mean, come on. Realistically, he's going to be thirty-nine. Yeah. 
You can argue the Lakers. They're gonna if you get the Lakers are gonna be the Lakers are gonna be good next year. If they get Austin Reeves, they get uh, Rui back, and they have a full training camp together and a full off season to to build on that chemistry and piggyback off what they did last year. I think that can be they can compete because if you look at that series, going back to what we talked about, the Lakers did give them the best fight. They just got swept. I know it's it's crazy. Ironically, you could you could look at it if you watch the game. You could you could argue the Lakers were. I don't know, a few a few shots away because not for nothing. If you saw Game One, they had so many lucky shots. Me, remember we were sitting on the Jamal couch, Murray, and I was like, "Wow!" If you if you take away those points, that were like literally miracle shots. The Lakers would have won Game One. I know, <laughs> and I believe it would have been different during. I don't know if they would have won, but it would have been different. They wouldn't have lost four straight after that first one. I don't think so either. But I mean, that's a different. Uh, Subject for a different day, but I just feel like with the Nuggets, dude, their whole core is locked up. Mike Malone's an awesome head coach. Jokic is only going to get better. I agree, and I think he's only twenty nine years old, yeah. which is crazy. And it's just like they're just a good team. Jeff Green, um, what's his name? Bruce Brown played awesome. I can't stand saying that, but Bruce Brown played awesome. Jeff Green comes up and gives you ten solid minutes. Aaron Gordon is in the perfect position. He mm-hmm. plays defense. And he randomly erupts for 25 on random nights. I just feel they're well put together. Nuggets are going to be a problem for the for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I, I just like their coaching too. I, I think their coaching is fantastic. I think I think Malone this postseason did a fantastic job. On I the really, subject, really, that, really do you think that heading into next year they should be the the favorites or the overwhelming favorites? Overwhelming, I'll say no, because I think the Celtics can can make some noise. If they if if, if that's in, you know, of course, if Jalen Brown comes back, you still have the Sixers out in the East, depending on James Harden, if he stays or goes. We, we you know, we're gonna see. But outside of the West, I mean, who who else could fuck with this team? The Suns? No. No. The Suns <laughs> can't. Uh the Mavericks can't. No. Mavericks are done. Nobody in the West can fuck with the, the only the team I think that could even give them a shot is the Lakers right now. I would team that I think could give them a shot. Unless I'm missing somebody, I can't disagree with that. Maybe the Thunder if Chet Holgram comes in and is they ain't ready for that. Oh, the Kings, the Kings Uh, will be a lot better next year. Yeah, maybe the Kings will be really good. What about the Warriors? You think the Warriors could get in the The fight? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think the Warriors are done. Hmm. I don't think the Warriors are done. They they need to get size. They need to get a center and a power forward that's not six one. I think they're going to shake up their team a little bit, though. But Not for nothing, but like even if you look at somebody, like, and the only reason I'm saying this is because he was popular because he was doing all that Taiwan shit. You mean to tell me Dwight Howard couldn't help the Warriors against the Lakers? Yes, he could have. That's a big body that you could put in there and get rebounds. I agree. So it's just the Warriors are, are going to be there. As long as Steph Curry is Steph Curry, they'll be fine. Yeah, and I agree. Look, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson's, he's not Clay of five years ago, but Clay can still play. But he needs him now. In order for the Warriors to be successful against teams like the Nuggets, he has to have Clay as Clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he can't yeah. have mid Clay, yeah, I know Clay played really bad against. Really him. can't have that for the Warriors to have a chance because not for nothing. I thought Jordan Poole was a rising star, but man, like, was I wrong? He looked like shit towards the end of the season. Maybe <laughs> that could have been, you know, whatever. People have a bad stretch of games, and you know, maybe he'll bounce back. He has the talent. I, I, I don't disagree, but he does need to get better as an overall game. But I do like Jordan Poole, but he just needs to work on his on on a few things. Definitely Jordan, handling and shooting too. Jordan Poole for me just needs to work on te- being a teammate. Yeah, I agree with he that. He sulks too much, and like you could see, you noticeably could see it. And then he starts jacking up random shots, and it's like, come on, bro, what are you doing? That's but, not how the Warriors play basketball. But they got Wiggins. 
know? Yeah. That's a good solid piece. Like, I know. You could build off that. Yeah, absolutely. Like a, a piece like that you could build off of. So yeah, I agree with you. But the dynasty, uh, the you know, for, for them to be the title favorites, yeah, absolutely. I, I think the same thing too. And I don't even think for, I think the East is gonna be totally different next year. The Bucks have a first year head coach. Yeah. No, now look, the, the Sixers got a new head coach, but he's a coach of the year. He won a championship. Nick Nurse, I think, is a better coach than Doc Rivers. Like I was happy about that. I think that's an upgrade. Um the Knicks, they don't have a star unless they get like a Damian Lillard or something. Mm -hmm. I think the Cavs could be good next year, but I think that the going into the season, the far and away the favorites sure. are. Sure, I mean, like are and, the Nuggets. Look, and they're healthy, right? They yeah. finally, they, they finally were healthy for a whole postseason. And yeah. Look what the result was. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of meat on the bone left for this for, for this Nuggets team moving forward. You know, uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic, they were the first duo ever to have 25, five and five, and I know, in, in, you know, in the finals. That's that's amazing. I know. You know what I mean? Like what they did, what they did was just incredible. I mean, you could talk, you could talk about the competition for you know with the Heat. I think the Celtics would have gave them a better run, personally. Oh, for sure. I, I definitely believe that. Uh, but you know, looking in hindsight, of course, yeah, anybody's going to say that. The problem with the Heat was just that the Heat were the last ranked offensive team. They were like twenty yeah. seventh ranked in threes. They just got hot at the right time. They played the Bucks. Giannis was out for two games. They won that series. They played the Knicks. The Knicks weren't that good. No, I, I would disagree with the that. The Knicks were all right, but they weren't like they didn't have that one like absolute superstar. Well, Randall didn't help them out. Randall played like Randall was shit. horrible. That's that, but they needed him to be a superstar for them to be successful. And but they're a good team. Brunson's a star. Yeah, absolutely. I will say that. Then they played the Celtics, and look, Spolstra was just out coaching them, which we went over that before. Which I was saying, I thought that Doc Rivers would be able to do to him what Spolstra did to him, but he couldn't. But the Celtics would have given them a better, a better series. I I believe that. But Jalen Brown really just didn't yeah, play I, well at all. So yeah. that was also a factor into why Boston wasn't successful yeah. against the Heat. I guess and I'm salty too because I wanted it to be more than five games. Like that sucks. Now we're done basketball to Halloween. I wanted to see the Sixers in the finals. I think that would have been the best finals this year, just because you would see Jokic and Embiid. That would be you awesome. Wouldn't, like yeah, you would see two guys that are always in the conversation of who's the best big in the league yeah. going at it for the finals, and not for nothing. You could argue that the Sixers are just right there with the Nuggets in terms of talent and what they have on their team. Speaking of the um, of the two best big men, do you think Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA? I mean, it's without a question, right? Like he's literally the, he's the that. first person in league history to lead the the league. I mean the the playoffs and points, rebounds, and assists. I mean that is insane. He's twenty six years old and he's he just did that. Twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Yeah. yeah, he's twenty nine. Sorry, he has two MVPs. He's got a Finals MVP. He's got he's got a, a Larry O'Brien Trophy. I mean, what do you want to say about this guy? It's, this guy's it's crazy to me because I don't think I've ever been so wrong about a player. And I think once I think you I think you said it perfectly. Once Embiid got his flowers, I was okay with it. Yeah. But like to make the argument that Embiid is better than him is not, it's like it's literally not even a question. It's really not. And the only player that you could say right now is better than him is Giannis, and I don't believe that. Like I think it's Jokic hands down. And I don't really think at this point in time it's not a debate. He dominant, was, but 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 if, he was dominant. Like Jokic, so is, but so is Giannis, dude. But he also. But he, it's, I don't know, dude, it's different. Like, I'm not saying that Giannis We live in the moment. And Jokic had a great postseason. But don't post get, season, don't get it fucked up. Like, he had, he was, it was one of the best of all time. Whose championship run was better? His or Giannis's? It's his without a doubt. Jokic, right? It was, it, it, it's based it's, on the statistical, st the yeah. statistics and just like the utter dominance 
of the West. And everybody always talks about how hard the West is. Well, he just literally made white light work of it. He did. He's he mopped the floor. With it's that. just a different level. I mean, in the one game with the he had 14 rebounds in like the first quarter yeah. against the Lakers. He's just dominant and he's not going anywhere for uh, at least four or five years. I, I mean, you can argue the Bucks had a great run, too, though. I mean, there's a lot of great runs over the last, I don't know, decade. There's yeah. always been some great runs. I mean, look, the Heat had a great run, too. I'm not going to take away from him. Like, hats off to the Heat. They'll give yeah. them a round of the pause, like, you know, yeah. one time. Yeah. For real. I won't take none away from them. They, they like, for real. Give them a round of applause for me, Philly but Phil. when you saw it, that's what like, sucks. They looked like undrafted guys that where the moment was too big for them in the finals. It's okay. They they exceeded expectations. They oh, were beyond, the seed. Beyond. And to get to the finals and lose and actually win a game, bro, they lost the first playing game to the Hawks and then were down with three minutes left against the Bulls. I, I, I know. And they won a game in the, in the finals. It wasn't like they got swept and got completely dominated. The Heat were actually in the game last night. They were the only team to beat Denver at home this postseason. Yeah. That's got to count for something. This team was resilient. They deserve their flowers. Jimmy Butler just ran out of gas. Jimmy Butler. Jim, Jimmy Butler. He just ran out of gas. What did I say? Butler. Oh, Butler. My bad. So he he just ran out of gas. It looked like his batteries were low. I agree. One thing I will say. His controller though, was glitching at some point. One thing I will say, dude. One thing that bothered me was like after the press conference, Jokic, they were saying like he, he didn't want to go to the parade. He wanted to go home. He didn't care about this. Like he didn't even seem happy to win. And like I just thought it's like, like to me between that and Jimmy Butler before when they released that thing of him saying he doesn't care about the Hall of Fame and he won't attend the ceremony. Like, the two of them just, like, are so disrespectful to the process, to the game. Like, that's not what it's about. You you think Jokic was disrespectful? Well, we'll, we'll talk about Jimmy, but let's talk about Jokic real quick. Yeah. Because um, that was interesting. I think it was totally disrespectful, dude. I don't think it was disrespectful. Like, it was, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I guess, at what point was it disrespectful to you? When he's like, when he, when he kind of like moans, like, oh, the parade's Thursday. I just want to go home. And it's like, but yeah, he lives in Serbia, though. Yeah, but I don't give a fuck, bro. You play in America. I get it. I get it. You make a lot of money to play in America. If you I don't want to play in America, go to a fucking Serbia league and go play where you came from and see if you still enjoy it. No, 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 though. But you can make all those millions in America and take care of your entire fucking family in Serbia. Well, you got to understand, though, he's getting paid for the entertainment business of it. He is. So be entertaining. He was. He was. I, did you see his fucking final? Did you see his finals run? He was entertaining as all hell. Yeah, but you also got to have some personality. You want, you want somebody to have a personality off the court, and that's that might no, not be not him. Even, though. Nick, no, 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 it's not even that, bro. When you're up there at a press press conference, look like you fucking care. I get it, and I look agree like you with care. you. I no, agree that, with that, you. Like, I don't disagree is, with this. It is a privilege to play in the NBA. Totally agree. It well to play any sport. It is a privilege. And to just go up there and act like, ah, ah man, ah, whatever. Yeah, we want a championship. Like, bro, have some fucking joy. And you know what? That's a great point because I can't lie. If that was Embiid that did that, I would be so mad. <laughs> like, you know how excited we are to it a chip and you're acting like you don't give a fuck? And it's the that first would hurt championship me. in your, in your uh, franchise's history. Yeah. And the, the Nuggets are third fiddle in Denver. It's the Broncos and the, uh, the hockey team. The, but, uh, but you know what? The Avalanche. But to a degree... It was kind of gangster, dog. It That's was kind of gangster. No. And here's why. He's like, yo, I just mopped the floor with you bitch-ass motherfuckers, took the chip, and now I want to go home. I want to go home to my family after I just mopped the floor on y'all. That is kind of gangster. And disrespectful. I, from that angle, it's 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 all it's disrespectful to the game. I agree with you. And I then, do. I don't then, disagree with that, Jimmy Butler follows up 
And Jimmy Butler follows up with it about, oh, oh, if you make the whole thing, no, I don't care about that. Like, it's just, oh, yeah, we're going to get one. We're going to go back to Miami. Oh, we're going to go to Denver. We're going to win that one. Oh, we're going to Boston. We're going to win that one. Oh, yeah, if I go to the Hall of Fame, I really don't care about that. I love my guys. You know, it's my team. And, oh, yeah, I ain't attending that ceremony. Like, bro, that that attitude is so corny, dude. Care. Yeah. Care. Because you give that I don't care attitude, and then you go out there and shoot five of 20. I don't know what to tell you. Right. That's embarrassing. You want to be a superstar? You need to perform when superstars perform. I, I don't disagree with you. And Mike. nobody's ripping Jimmy apart. I tell you, no, Jimmy's not a superstar. No. I, I do, You don't think he is? I think he's a star. I think he's a star. I don't think he's ever a Hall of Famer. No. I don't. I just don't believe that. And if he would have won a t- if he would have won the title, yes. So which comment is more disrespectful to you? Because I'm going to get to Jimmy Butler in a second, but I want to just want to hear from you. Out of the two, yeah. Oh, Jimmy Butler. You think so? Yeah, he's not going to attend the the um the uh, what you gonna call it the the induction ceremony. You saw how t- how mad To got. Yeah, I, I mean, know. That's an honor, dude. There's what 400 people. I totally agree. That do that. Yeah. Come on, bro. That's embarrassing. So before I get to my take. Philly, Phil, can you put up the clip or the photo for me? Yeah, I got to download it first. It's all good. So in the meantime of that, Jimmy Butler says that he does not care if he's in the Hall of Fame. I think that's wildly disrespectful. Well, that's cap also because he does care. Professional athletes want to make the Hall of Fame. Do you think he's just saying that because he realistically kind of deep down in his crawl, he doesn't believe he is a Hall of Famer. So he's just saying he doesn't care about it because if he doesn't get in, it doesn't matter to him anyway. Uh, No, I think he does that as that's my angle. My angle would be it's a defense mechanism and it's a way to alleviate and avoid some pressure. I don't understand that. What do you mean? Avoid pressure, but why? But, but I don't what, understand. That. But what? What's the pressure? Because it's me in the finals. He didn't have any pressure. But he's saying he doesn't care about it. But that. But, I just don't. I like. Oh, I just don't care about it. When people say, "Oh, I don't really care. I'm not worried," or something like that. Yeah, bro, you are. You're just. You're trying to tell yourself that. Well, kind of my low, angle. Kind of low resolution, but it's my angle down. is this. So if you look at the screen here, why is Jimmy Butler playing the All Star game if it's just all about his teammates? So you wouldn't go to the Hall of Fame ceremony, but you will go to the All-Star game? That literally doesn't mean a fucking thing. Mm -hmm. It literally means nothing. You don't even play basketball. You play pickup ball. You don't even play defense. You just dunk and shoot fucking 40-foot threes. This is what you're, you're attending over a Hall of Fame festivities? Am I getting that right? Yep. That's why I believe what I believe. I think he said that because deep down in his crawl, he knew he wasn't going to come back from this series, and he knows if he goes down 0-2 in the finals that, yeah, he had great runs, but he never finished. He never got the job done. So now it's like going back to his resume all time, you can't put him in the Hall of Fame because he's never watched it. Yeah, he's had good runs, and he's had good seasons, and he was consistent, but he was never the best player in the league. So to me, if I had to think about it, he's not a Hall of Famer. Can I ask you weird? So I'm saying no. no. I think he said that because he's just saying, I don't care about it because if I don't get in, I don't give a fuck because I knew I wasn't getting in anyway. So it, yeah. it, it, it it's kind of like an ego thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand yourself. that too. I understand that too. I just like, my thing is, as far as best player in the league, I don't think he's ever been a top 10 player in the league. 
Is he better than Damian Lillard? I'm no. just saying. I'm just saying. I and th that's exactly what I mean. Like he's never been regarded as Although, the man. He's been the two finals and Damian Lillard. That's great. One again, and, and and I tip my cap. But to be a Hall of Famer, you got to win. Oh one. no, no, I totally agree. I've said that before. That's what Outside I said. of like Barkley and stuff like that, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. there's certain players that definitely deserve there's levels. It. There's levels. There's levels. And Jimmy's not in that 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 uh, that Barkley. No. So and I agree. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Like I said, I just thought both of those, both of them, I thought that was a bad look for the league. Right. Um, I thought that was two stars that were playing in the biggest games of the year, and they were just kind of acting like it was the preseason. They don't really, they, it's a not, uh, I don't care attitude. And like I said, you should be, you should be grateful for the opportunity. It's a privilege for that. You have generational wealth. Your family will never have to worry about anything. Totally agree. You, you, like you said, dude, you get to win a, a championship. You get to go home and like, like uh, Jokic said, I want to drink beer. I want to play with my horses and I want to get in shape two weeks before the season. And it's like, that's how you really feel, bro. Mm -hmm. That's how you really feel when you come to America and get generational wealth for your entire family coming from Serbia. That's how you feel. Yeah. I, I guess America and Americans aren't that bad. It's it's really amazing when you put that in perspective. Like, Well, that. look, you got to put it in perspective, too. And I totally get it, dude. I totally get it. But sometimes we forget this is a job, right? I come home from work. If I did the job and I'm finished with it, I want to go the fuck home. But they're not comparable. I understand. But that is, it, it, it is comparable. Though. No. Why? Because he's in the entertainment business. He's not, he don't have to entertain anybody off the court. He had his, his obligation is on the court. But when you're in the confines of that building, you are I, not off the court. Look, you are still very well a part of the NBA fraternity when you are doing those interviews. Look, I get it. But that might not be his personality. Because if you look at his personality, he completely left the MVP trophy on the table. If you watch the ceremony, he walked away from the table. He was holding his daughter. He cared about that moment with his family and his teammates more than the accolades. I think Jokic, low-key, I think he hates getting all the praise. I, 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 mean, I, I honestly believe that. I think it makes him feel uncomfortable. I really do. Because when, he, when his teammates talk about him, they say, oh, yeah, like he, he, could, he could honestly care less about the MVP. He never, he never really talked about it. And never, we never discussed it. He doesn't care about it. He just cares about winning. And I salute that. Maybe that's really like what he's about. So because he cares got, about what but, so his teammates he's, says. He's from a different culture, Mike. He's from a different country. But you're, but you're telling me in one breath, his teammates are saying he doesn't care about MVP trophies. He just cares about winning. Yeah. He wins. Yeah. And it's. I don't really care about the parade. I just want to go because home. because the job was finished. He won. Like it's over. That that's his job. His job is to perform on the court. Didn't you just tell me Mike Malone said the job isn't done? We got more to come. So what, so so which is it? Mike Malone and Nikola Jokic got to get on the same page. He's saying we got we yeah we have one more. We're gonna win one more. It's uh, yeah. But they have a they have a time period where they can go home to their families. It's not saying like, I didn't know tomorrow that. they're gonna be playing. I, I but mean, I didn't know that. Judging by by Mike Malone, Mike Malone said. Yeah, I'm enjoying this, but he's uh, setting it's the back tone. to work. He's setting the tone. What's wrong with that? That's nothing wrong with that. It's saying if giving the players urgency, yo, I believe in you guys, we could do this again because you guys are really that good. Yeah. So I believe we could be here again. And then you so. go and hear your franchise player say he doesn't care about going to a parade and celebrating the city's first championship since the uh since the whatchamacallit, since the uh, Nuggets came into the NBA. Pals, I, I don't disagree with you. 
I, I don't disagree with you. I am on that side of the fence. I am looking at it objectively. I'm looking at it from a different perspective. This guy's from a different culture. Maybe he just likes to go to work and go back home with his family. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm not. But, I'm but, not saying and, and his personality is different than a John Morant or or a uh, a Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler. Like he's just a different dude. He's not expressive. Nothing. He's just a cold-hearted dude. Probably eats his balls and and goes home. That's no, what he does. I understand that. I'm just simply saying that when it comes to things like that, there are levels. And when you win championships, which is what you play the game for, you can show some gratitude and some, some, you know, like some emotion and actually act and look like you care about you just accomplishing the main goal, which is why you started playing basketball or any sport in the first place. You play to win championships. It's not like when me and you go to work, we come home at five o'clock and we're like, damn, that day sucked. Yeah, that happens in the sports industry when you lose. I'm sure nobody likes to lose. But I'm just saying there are different like um, qualifications and, and measurables to that you need to measure up to when you're in a professional setting like that. But that's his, that could be his culture. I don't know. He the dude doesn't care about winning back to back NBA MVPs. He does. Joel Embiid cried on the court, bro. And, and I, I'm not I'm not taking away from Embiid. And this has nothing to do with anything. I'm talking about the different personalities that Jokic is versus Embiid. I understand this that. is Jokic just he loves his teammates. He loves going to work. I couldn't and tell his, why. Because I don't see anything. Because he's not an emotional guy and he's not going to show you on camera. What he's going to do, he's going to tell you and he's going <laughs> to subliminally tell you, I love these guys. If you read, if you watch his, his, his I do his, his, his conferences or even the after the game post conference, whatever, he's talking about his teammates, how much he loves it for, you know, how much he wants to make the other guy better next to him and all that. And he plays for the guy next to him. That's a locker room guy. I that's his culture. Nick, maybe. I, I don't, don't know. believe for one Why don't single you? moment. And I think you are a fool. If I you, don't. Not I, you personally. You, I but just, you, you were in that. If you believe that he does not care about winning MVP, you're a fool, brother. I'm in it. I'm there. You're a fool. Any I'm professional there. athlete. <laughs> I'm there. Any professional athlete has an ego. Anyone that successful has an ego. That's number one. Any person that successful has that dog in them. He does have that dog in them. But I'm. Oh, my bad. I'm just saying that when you have an ego like that, somebody was fucking. Yeah, I was like, what? I thought it was a <laughs> fuck is that? He cares about winning those awards. He may not now because he won them, but he enjoyed winning the MVP. I guarantee you, he ju it just wasn't. It wasn't just ah, whatever. No way in the world. The dude left the NBA Finals MVP trophy on the table. And Jimmy Butler didn't pick his up. If you watch, if you look at the photo of the team after yeah. the, you know, because they have a Yeah, team, he's holding they, his girl, his daughter, and she's looking at the trophy. Where is the trophy at? On the, on the thing. No. Where is the trophy? The trophy is in whose hands? Mike Malone's. Know. He's holding it right next to Jamal Murray. He's holding the, the, uh, the NBA. Was trophy. he holding his kid? Larry O'Brien. At, at the picture you're referring she, to? Yeah, he's she's on her. I think she's on his neck or uh, I was well, making sure she's a baby. She's like two or three years old. I he understand. Sure she but he safe. left it at right the here. table. He left it at the table the entire time. So this guy don't give a shit. So man. he didn't care about walking around holding it. That doesn't mean that he didn't care about winning. He left it on the table. His daughter could walk. We don't see eye to eye on this, so we can we don't. Move. And you can't tell me that he Joker, uh, Joker, as big as he is, can't hold his daughter in one hand and the trophy in the other. You're fucking lying. No, I'm just not saying that. I'm just simply saying that when you win something like that, 
show some gratitude to, I, the, I, to I, the United I States of America that is allowing this opportunity bro, for you to share those moments. Bro, I don't disagree with you, but he doesn't have to live into their culture. Like if, if he is doing his job, he could still be in his culture. He could still live his culture Nick, in not, America. Why can't he? Nick, not caring. It's the land. Not, it's not it's caring, the land of the free. Not caring is not culture. It, not caring and just acting like ah whatever. That's not culture, brother. He expected to win. He was like, "Fuck it." That's 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 the objective part of it. You got to move on. You're driving me crazy. Why am I driving you? You're crazy? driving me crazy. Maybe because, because there's maybe, no way you actually believe this. Bro. I don't know. There's no, there's no fucking way. I'm looking at it from a different view. I agreed everything what you just You're said. You're telling me the Serbian culture is not caring because he because they won something. What if he just go? What if he just grow up in the in an era where his mom and dad go to work and they come home? He leave. They leave that shit home. But after he wins, he says he wants to go home. What the fuck does that mean? Show what does some, that mean? Show some gratitude to he, the country and the league that puts the enormous amounts of food and <laughs> generational wealth into the Jokic family. I do not disagree with you. I am on your side. All I am saying is, is that maybe that his culture is he just does his job and then he goes home and then fucks his wife. I don't know. He does something. OK, he wants to go home. But there's. Like, he doesn't have the personality on the camera. If you watch him throughout his whole career, he's never been on camera while and out. Never said something crazy. Always talked about the team. Never talked about himself. This is a high-character guy. And, and all of his all of his teammates love him. You're telling high me. High-character guy. I'm bro, sorry. Didn't he bro, get Marquise Morris Nuggets. Bro, the Nuggets players don't even get talked about. It's always a, it's always about Joker. That's what and guess what? Superstar. And guess what? His teammates don't hate him. They don't resent him like Jalen Brown resents fucking Tatum, and Tatum resents Jalen Brown. We don't know. There's if that's a true. love there between his teammates and 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 the, and the entire Den, uh, Denver organization. There is a love there. there. Is a bond. Like there isn't no. I, I don't think Joker comes across as a me 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 person. I don't think he no, gives a. Fuck. I don't know. I'm just saying. I watch Giannis hysterically cry when he won his championship. I watched Joel Embiid cry when he got eliminated by the Raptors. I watched LeBron cry when he won with the fucking uh, the Cavaliers. I watched Steph cry when he won his first MVP. I watched Kobe Bryant cry in the shower with the jacket on when he won his trophy without Shaq. I watched Michael Jordan cry in the locker room when he held his fucking his first NBA championship. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's if if that's the way it is. Give me the American because I, give me the Embiid's of the world that show me like they care and they show me like damn when they win they're like well, I did this. Shit. I want that too for my I, superstar. I, I get it. I totally so got it. For that. And I would want that for my superstar. That's why I said before we even got into this, if Joel Embiid did that, I would be hurt because that is fucked up. We finally won and you're acting like you don't give a shit. That would hurt me. I agree with you. I'm just looking at it from a different perspective. Like, yo, maybe he actually does believe in that. Maybe that's actually really who he is. Like, we, we just completely act like he is the same as everybody else. And that doesn't have to be true. I agree. I don't think he has to be the same. I just think he, 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 he needs to express gratitude. I don't disagree with that. Let's, Let's move, on. move on to the NFL. Finally, God Almighty, man, damn. I mean, yeah, we're here to pod, bro. This is this is just a warm up. This is nothing. You got me sweating. My hair's falling. I like out. that. Shit, That's a go. We, we back, bro. All right. So back to the <laughs> NFL. Finally, because we got some news. DeAndre Hopkins takes a meeting with the Titans and the Patriots. Apparently, he's going to do a two day interview process with the Patriots. Why would he go to the Battle of the Mid? Who's the Battle of the Mid? The Patriots and the Titans. Don't disrespect the Patriots like that. The Titans are the battle of the mid. Well, the, no, they're not even mid. The Titans are going to be ass. Yeah, they're going to be garbage. But I don't, the I don't Patriots, well, DeAndre Hopkins, I said, if he goes to the Patriots, that would be the, the best fit for the Patriots would be him because they need a number one. Totally great. If it's between the two teams, the Titans and the Patriots, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think that 
if you look at the history, Randy Moss goes to the Patriots completely right. I know it's a different quarterback. I'm just saying they were successful. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then if you look at uh, the Titans, I mean, Julio Jones went there. Look what happened. Uh, Randy Moss went there. Nobody re remembers that. Look what happened. He Not didn't do that. shit. You, you don't pay AJ Brown, who's younger and better at this point. But you pay, but you'll pay an old ass DeAndre Hopkins. There's no way he's going there if he's not getting a bag. I don't understand the whole AJ Brown thing, to be honest with you. He should but. go to the Patriots, though. That would be awesome for the Patriots. And I think it's gonna happen. I think there's a lot of mutual respect between Belichick and Hopkins. I really do. I think that's I think D Hop is actually looking for a place where there is structure and yeah. New England provides that. He's been in he's been in uh he was with the Texans. They're a mess. They've always been a mess. He has Tom <laughs> Savage thrown to him. Correct. And then he goes to the butt-ass Cardinals with Kyler Murray, mm -hmm. who everybody's questioning his character and things like that, and he wins five games. Yeah. So I just like, I like, if he went to the Patriots, if Mac Jones can even resemble what he was his rookie year, which I think he will, because they'll have an offensive coordinator, and I think he's going to put the Bailey Zap shit the rest. I think the Patriots could be all right. They have a great defense. They have They're a good sucking. offensive line. They have a good head coach. Yeah. They have a good offensive coordinator. Bill Bryan's a good offensive coordinator. Yeah. They have a good running back. And Stevenson, he can catch passes out of the backfield. They got Juju, who now will be a two again instead of a one. I just feel like he would be great on the Patriots. So you get D Hop, and you you would have Juju, Juju, and then you would have Tyquan Thornton, who's yeah. not bad, or uh, Kendrick Bourne, and Kendrick Bourne solid. Bourne, they should have kept Myers though. I know, but Bourne and Thornton in the slot where you have D Hop and Juju taking attention, they would be able to thrive in those roles. I agree with that. I, I think the Patriots are, are they're, they're being slept on if they can get D Hop. I think they can really make some noise in the uh, in the East there. Yeah, for sure. Um, another high profile player was released, Dalvin Cook. Um, what do you think is the best fit for for him? Or, uh, and wh wh I should say, where do you think he ends up too? It's hard. It's it's hard to, to to gauge a market. But if I had to pick the the best team, it would be Miami. I don't need who's Miami's running back. They have a plethora of them, but Raheem. they're all oh, they have Raheem. He is solid though. But Raheem's him and, good. But him and Dalvin Cook can coexist, I think. Because I think they have a like different style of running. He would help Dalvin Cook because Dalvin Cook gets injured a little bit. I agree. And Raheem, if he could take, you know, ten of those carries away from him and keep him fresh, yeah. That would be a nightmare for fantasy owners. But it as would far be. I agree as, with that. As far because people will draft Alvin Cook. Yeah, but and I'll be taking Raheem. Yeah, but as far <laughs> as keeping him healthy, that would be a good fit. I actually think it's the Bills, and I don't think there's a better fit in the NFL. They went and get Leonard Floyd, bro. Your defense is not the problem. Leonard, Leonard Floyd, they did. There, yeah, you're right. Like, come on, bro. You need to get an offensive line, and you need to get a legitimate running back. Devin Singletary was all right last year. Get a legitimate running back. I don't think there's nothing wrong with getting more defense, though, because the more pass rushers you can get, that that's, that helps you. I understand that, but you have to. You need to score in this league. You only scored one touchdown in your last playoff game. You scored one offensive touchdown. I get it. With the almighty undefeated Josh Allen. He's never lost a game in the NFL. It's wild. Dude, stop but this I'm talk. Saying, this is too early for this. Now, I, go, I don't want to do this to you this early. If Dalvin Cook goes on the Bills, it would be perfect. Dalvin Cook on the Bills? I, I really like it. But it would be perfect. But Godfar asked, why was Cook released? And I think it was the money. It's actually a really good point. Because like when I look at Dalvin Cook last year, I, I was there? I can't really, really like remember a specific moment where he completely had a great game. Where he completely snapped, like he was kind of at bay. He was. I'll mid. say. I'll say he's at bay. You want to call him mid? I ain't gonna go there. I he think he's got talent. I think if he goes to Miami, look the fuck out. Because if Miami has him, you had Dalvin Cook, you got Tua, you got Waddle, you got um, who else they have? They have a tight end there, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Gusecki. 
I think he's in, he's on the Patriots. Gasecki went to the Patriots. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he went to the Patriots. Who's their who's their tight end? Who? The Dolphins. Oh, uh, Ekuban. Ebenezer Ekuban. <laughs> I, it's something like that. I, I I believe so. It's 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 Ekuban or something. Eku Ekuban. Um, I didn't even know that, dude. I wouldn't have known that unless, until you said that. I'm drafting him. He's on my radar. He. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not high on that guy. <laughs> Maybe that's why I came in last back to back. Oh, years. I'm sorry. It's Smith, Durham Smith. I'm sorry. I was wrong. I thought. I thought he was on my Durham name. Smith. I never Durham heard of Smith. Yeah. Never heard of. Yeah, he he played for Miami last year. He had 15 catches. He had 129 yards and a tutty. Oh, so he's ass. But it, um, but it, overall, this team is really good. Yeah. I mean, they have. Well, if Dalvin Cook goes to the Dolphins, I mean, look out. You're you absolutely put him and Raheem in the backfield. You're absolutely right, Mike. And they have insurance. If Raheem were to get hurt as his backup, you got Jeff Wilson. I know he gets hurt, but okay. But you have three guys there, right? Jeff Wilson's all right. He's good. He just he's gets very, hurt. very yeah. good. He just gets hurt. Tyree Kill, Waddle, Cedric Wilson. I mean, their offensive line is 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 pretty solid. Tua, I think Tua Tua played great last year. We're gonna talk about that leading the football season because I have a big I, I have a weird thing with Tua now. There's something going on. I, I I actually think he's gonna have a really big year. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I actually like kind of flip the script on him. When I actually like look at his numbers, they're they're very I've been saying they're it, eye appealing. When you me. look at and when you look at Tua, and I know the whole he's always gonna be compared to Herbert. Yeah. But I'm not saying Tua is better than Herbert. I'm just saying Tua gets a lot of shit when Tua has performed. And I'm, I was yeah. never a Tua believer until I, you start looking at it. It's like, all right, yo, the dude's not he, – he's not that bad. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. So I think Miami's a sleeper team. Plus, their defense is on the rise. They are. They got Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. And they got the other guy. The Xavier and Howard. He, who's better? Bradley Chubb they traded for last year. Jalen Phillips, who they drafted two years ago. I think he's going to have a big year just in his third year. Christian Wilkins was, a, was one of the top draft picks. Yeah. This team's loaded. This team has got uh, some serious firepower leading into the season. So I, I'm looking forward to that. I would like to see Dalvin Cook go there. Um, Andy Reid says they go to the White House um, and how they're – <laughs> talks about how they're underdogs. Get him the fuck off that screen. Who is that? <laughs> fucking Biden. Joe Robinette. So, <laughs> so Andy Reid gets up on the microphone. He's eating a cookie. Says nobody believed in us before. I'm sure it's going to be the same way this time, and we come out and prove them wrong. Can you explain to me how nobody believed in the Chiefs? He's right. He's absolutely right. I counted them out when they traded Tyreek Hill. You didn't? Not that I counted them out. I thought they were going to go down. I did, but to say that they're underdogs—that's an underdog. Because everybody counted you out. Everybody said, oh, yeah, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. I don't think they can go back to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to take a step back. I, that, that, that was a big storyline. I didn't all right, I, all right, so I actually In didn't, fairness, that is true. All right, I didn't think of it like that. You're actually right. I had this whole spiel lined up to go at you, but now I'm trying to think of it. I'm, Underdog. I, I didn't think about that. They kind of were. Yeah. Weirdly, they were. Bro, I had them fourth. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's what well, I'm saying. I said they were going to be outside the top 10 in offense, and they legged the league in offense. That's Patrick what Ronald I'm saying. I was so wrong on the Chiefs. They proved me wrong. Yes, absolutely. They have they have proved me wrong, man. And I, 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 I have no shame in saying that. Yeah, I just like my thing is with the Chiefs, it's like it's hard to just say Patrick Mahomes is an underdog, but I just I didn't think that they would get to that level without Tyreek Hill, and boy, did they ever. Yeah. They weird like in a weird, not that they got better, but there was no drop off. You wouldn't have even known. So all right, not much to talk about that because they yeah. really were an underdog. You're absolutely there's no drop off. They they yeah. were they were clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, so salute to them and fuck me for not being not being sharp tonight. Which last place uh division winner? has the best chance to go from worst to first this year? You go first, because I think you know my answer. 
Uh, I'm saying the Bears. Okay. Because I think Justin Fields, they got DJ Moore. Um, I think that he'll be able to turn it around. I think you saw some from Justin Fields last year. There are certain things that it was like, like I said, he missed a lot of wide open throws that are kind of like, yeah, they make you grunt. Um, but I just feel like with that division, you lost Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are going to be weaker. Mm -hmm. uh, the Vikings just lost Dalvin Cook. They were 11 and 0 in one score games. I don't think they repeat that. So even if they drop from three of them, yeah, you know what I mean. That that now you're talking an eight win team uh -huh. or a seven win team. Um, they lost Adam Thielen. He's a good locker room guy. The Lions, I think, the, here's the thing. I think the Lions have a legitimate chance to win it, and I would say that they're my favorite to win that division. But this is going to be the first time since probably 2009 that the Lions have expectations to win. I mean, they're opening night against the Chiefs. The Bears, is that, yo, that's a bold-ass take, bro. So I just that's just the way I look at it though when I see it. And that 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 comes to me right off the bat, to be honest. And like I said, I like it. I think with the Lions, my issue with the Lions is there's gonna be a lot of expectations on them. And I hope the Lions are good because I really, really like Dan Campbell and I would like to see Jared Goff do well because he was left there to die. You think Green Bay's dead? You think Jordan Love sucks? Yeah, they're dead. I'm interested in seeing that though. Me too. I am interested. I'm rooting for them. I don't, Weirdly. I, I don't, I'm, I don't like, I'm not going to sit there and actively root against him. I have nothing like, I have no emotional like attachment to that. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I just want, I'm just rooting for him because yeah. like, I'm I, like, I want to see, I don't want to see Kyler Murray be good. I'm not a fan of Kyler Murray. I have no fandom or not, no fan towards Jordan Love. If he's yeah. good, he's good. If he's not good. All right. But yeah. So who's so, your team? So my team is the, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> they were seven and 10 last year. They're an abysmal, abysmal, Wait, did they division? Win? They won seven games last year. They won seven games last year. They were seven and ten. They were quietly in the race the last couple of weeks of the season. And I thought at one point Atlanta was going to win this out. I actually thought Atlanta was going to win this out. I actually like this team. They put some great pieces together. I know they reached up and got a, a running back in the first round, but if you look at this roster, this roster is really fucking loaded, and it's actually kind of like my eyes were like, oh shit. They got Desmond Ritter, which he's the biggest question mark. I have all of it. I have everything Atlanta has built in the offseason. He is the biggest question mark. They got three great running backs, in my opinion. B. John Robinson, Tyler Algier, who had 1,000 yards. Cordell Patterson, who's so versatile, it's it's unreal. They can use him in so many, so many ways. He's criminally underrated. Super underrated. Absolutely, Mike. They have, Mac, uh, they have Drake London, who I think is a really good wide receiver. Sean thinks he's him. Yeah, but well he does. He does. I think Drake London is very good. Um, they have Matt Collins, who has showed some spurts, but he's not number two. Matt they Collins. have they have Scotty Miller at number three, which I personally think he, that's a great fit for him. That or three or a four, because I think he could play a slot role. It just depends on how Ritter can use him. They have Kyle Pitts, which they drafted six overall a couple years ago. They have a they have a pretty decent offensive line. They actually added some pieces in the defense. They added Calais Campbell. They added uh, Jeff Okuda. Um, Jesse Bates. I mean, they have done some really good things in the back end of their defense. Jesse Bates is awesome, and that's going to be a big loss for the Bengals. That's what I'm saying. And I think this team is really on the upswing. I like their coach. I think he is, he's got those players playing for him. I really like this uh, Atlanta team to actually be in first place this year. Uh, they're, they're the best team, in my opinion, to have the best chance. Damn, I like that. You and the Fal So that's your team this year? So your new Raiders are the Falcons? 
I just want to get that out of the way in June. Well, I didn't say that yet. All right, all right. We got time I, for that. I, I, I will I will go on record and I will say I think the Atlanta Falcons are being wildly slept on this year. Do you think that the B. John Robinson was a dumb pick? No. You don't? No. I, I mean, do. I do. I do in the sense of the lack of wide receivers. Now, if D Hop went there, you could argue this offense can go places. Can go places. Drake London, D Hop, Kyle Pitts, three good running backs. It's all going to be on Ritter. If Ritter is good, Ritter was from Cincinnati, right? It's it's like this team is loaded, bro. This team is this team's got some pop to them. You know what the thing is too, Arthur and their Smith. backup. Hold on, their backup is Taylor Heineke. Passion, yeah, dude. <laughs> and the thing is too is Arthur Smith didn't Arthur Smith work with uh, Marcus Mariota in Tennessee? He did. Who knows? Marcus Mariota was all right in Tennessee in his beginning years. But Mar Mariota ain't there. No, I'm saying, but Desmond Ritter. Oh, Ritter, you're talking about the the, the skill set. Oh, yeah, I love I love the comparison, bro. I I, I really do. I yeah. think I, I Listen, think that's when some, I speak. I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that, but I actually <laughs> totally <laughs> I actually totally agree with you. And if you looked at the at Ritter's game logs, the last couple of games, 19 of 30 against the Bucks, two touchdowns, no picks. Um, he had 108.2 quarterback rating. This this kid's on the upswing. I I actually think the the, the Falcons could make. I could root for the Falcons. I'm a fan of Arthur Smith. I don't have nothing against Desmond Ritter, and you know why not? They're slept on. They're they they are. But I, I have to. I'm rooting for the Bucks in that division this year. Oh yeah, Baker. Yeah, Baker's Bucks. Yeah, I, I don't. I I'll give you my NFC South predictions, but right now it, it looks like the we'll Falcons be getting are into that around next month. We'll start getting into yeah. all that shit. All right, last thing before we get out of here. Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah. Jeremiah and the Corinthians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they give out their Q, their quarterback list. They have Mahomes at one, Burrow at two, Herbert at three, Allen at four, Hurts at five, Rodgers at six, Trevor at seven, and Lamar at eight. What's your biggest issue with this list? Because I got I got a lot. Um, You want me to go first? Because you already know what mine is. Go ahead. Because I tweeted it. On what planet? Going into next season, are Justin Herbert, Josh Allen rated above Jalen Hurts? And for that matter, you can even make that argument. Why is Joe Burrow above him? Even though I would take Joe Burrow over Jalen Hurts. So you're going to put Jalen Hurts at three? I would put Jalen Hurts at three. And Why? I don't. You think Jalen Hurts is a top three quarterback right now? Entering the season, yes. Entering the season, he is better than Josh Allen and Jalen and, and Justin Herbert. I don't I don't I don't know why. He's accomplished more in a shorter amount of time. He finished second in MVP voting and would have won it if he didn't get hurt. What do you he lost one game this year? Two games, including the Super Bowl. Ran through the NFC. I don't hate it. Demolished the 49ers, demolished the Giants, second round by, as called by Pauls with the goatee. I don't know what else Jalen Hurts needs to do. Justin Herbert blew a 28-0 lead. In the divisional round. Well, I would have an issue with Herbert being over Allen, in my opinion, and Hurts. Well, here's the to be honest, I actually like Herbert and Allen, I think, are in that same class. Is this list but, based on talent, though? This is is this based on the talent? If it's based on talent, I actually kind of I don't I, I don't hate it. No, I don't, but I would I would still put I think Hurts is more talented than Allen, but that's just me. In what way? I think I think that he his strides. He's a better runner. He protects himself better. He protects the football better. And I think with Allen, I think he plays too reckless. I don't think that style will last in the league. And I believe that he he hasn't, like, he has all of that talent, and it hasn't come together. He hasn't won an MVP. He hasn't been, he was the MVP, you know, overwhelming MVP until, like, week seven, and he tailed off the whole second end of the season. I agree. 
He didn't win offensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year. He like, like I just, for some reason, it's just, it's not all there for Allen. It hasn't been steady. It was the year he made the AFC championship game in 2020. That was the year. That was the year. And look, they the got crazy robbed. shit happened with the Chiefs. They, got robbed, they did. And that really sucks for him because that really took away from his resume. A Super Bowl appearance, possibly a Super Bowl win, a yeah. Super Bowl MVP. Like those are plays. We talk about this all the time. If Jimmy G hits Emmanuel Sanders in that Super Bowl against the Chiefs, mm -hmm. you're having a different conversation about yeah. Patrick Mahomes. But sometimes that's just the way things go. And But that's not his fault. It's not, but unfortunately, when you when you're that good, you take all the credit and the blame gets placed on. I get it, but if like what we're talking about was that game, that specific game, well, that game was everything for Josh. It was the best Allen. game Josh Allen's ever played. I know. But my point is, two years ago they lost. They lost in 2020. They lost in the AFC Championship game. Then they lost in the AFC Divisional Round or in the Conference Championship. Now they lost in the Divisional Round. They're going backwards. They were in a dogfight with Scott, a third-string quarterback in Miami. They get you score one touchdown at home against the Bengals. Josh, uh, uh, Stefan Diggs is screaming at you on the sideline. It's just those things like that. Like I, I told you, I, they're my team this year that I think takes a step back. See what I have a problem with with this and this argument is that Josh Allen is being docked out of the conversation with the top top tier quarterbacks or the, or the place in his wait, 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 listen let me talk he's Show being on. docked out of that because the chiefs came back in 10 seconds to tie the game in that game that's exactly what's going on here and that's not fair and that's my argument with it because if the, the bills just hold the chiefs and they win that game they're in the super bowl right so but Nick, that was three years ago. I uh, look, and I understand. But if we're measuring guys based on appearances to a Super Bowl, come on. If if, if we're gonna go that route, now we're nitpicking at shit. Well, I, let's look at the, the the stats and the body of work throughout Josh Allen's last three years. It is wildly consistent. I understand the turnovers, and you got me there, dude. Like I I, I don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to that. He does turn the ball over, and I think he recognizes that. When you, when you hear him in the press conferences, he's talking about protecting himself and the football and trying to make the right play for he his chance. He's a baller. No, no, he can't protect himself because the offense is too reliant on him. But he's a baller. But he likes that, though. Like, that's where the only thing I, I am concerned with Josh Allen this year is as an athlete, it is so hard to flip that fucking switch to not do something out of pure instinct. Go ask Carson Wentz. You're getting rid of his instincts. Go ask Michael Vick. That's dangerous. That spells trouble for me. It does. And I love Josh Allen, but I'm not going to like place him out of the top three or four because of that, of, of the, the lack of, of Super Bowl appearance. To me, it, I just, I can't get there for that. Yeah, no, no. And here's the thing. Just I, because of that one game. If somebody was asking me right now, if I'm starting, who would I feel more comfortable with starting a franchise? I would feel more comfortable with Justin Herbert over Josh Allen. I really would. And I'm and that's with Herbert blowing a 28 to 0 lead and 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 Allen having all of those stats. I just think like I test for I test. I think that Justin Herbert plays the position extremely well. I love Justin Herbert. I, I really do. But Justin Herbert has a lot to prove this year, like a lot. So but if you're going by that, if you're saying that you would take Justin Herbert over Josh and Allen, is it based on the style of play? Like you think he's going to last longer that, or are you going off pure talent where you think that Herbert is going to take you farther than Allen. I think Justin Herbert 
will take me farther than Allen because I think that aside from protecting himself better, I think he can he throws he has just as strong as an arm, and I think he throws a better ball. But what proof do we have? Oh, that that's Justin just, Herbert can take him farther than Josh Allen. Josh Allen went to the divisional in the championship round. Yeah, he did. He did. Right? No, I don't. I'm, that's what Herbert I'm never won a playoff game. Nope. And he blew a 28. And he zero blew team. a 28. The, yeah, that's what I'm He's got a lot of pressure on him. I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not defending that for anything. I'm not like this huge, you know, like I just think Herbert's really, really good. But like I said, Herbert has Keenan Allen. He has uh, um, Austin Mike Eckler, Williams. Mike Williams. They just drafted that dude in the first round. Gerald Everett. I yeah. say what you want. Yeah, Gerald Everett's good. We learned that last year. <laughs> say what you want. But He's I, slept on. I'm just saying, like, for me, there's just, I don't know, man. Like, Allen just doesn't do it for me. He just doesn't. And, like, I know he's a baller, and I know he's fun as hell to watch. He's an awesome fantasy guy. It's just, I don't think, like, I don't, I just, I don't see it, dude. I really don't. And my thing is, is, like, they ought to, like, this is the first time I've seen a list that Allen isn't number two. Uh, really? I've never seen a list where Allen wasn't second. Most people had him first at the be- at this time last year. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah. Well, he was the runaway favorite to be MVP, I think, last year. And it's like you know, you, you felt you fell flat on your face. To a degree, he did. I think he. I the think whole he back half pre- of the season, he was trash. Thirty-five touchdowns, trash, four, fourteen trash. picks, the sixteen fumbles, thirteen. But that's, for that's but, but the fumbles also count for him getting sacked and him getting stri- strip sacked. That is that's a problem. But that's not all his fault. Some some of them are his fault. And I watched them. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck was the that? The Vikings game. What the fuck was that? And you, and then you watch him in the next you know the next drive, and he's dropping a dime in a bucket of fucking 60 yards. And you're like, bro, what what how? Josh Allen, <laughs> Josh Allen's wildly talented. Like wildly talented. And he's fun to watch. I'm not saying that. I think for me, I just got rubbed the wrong way when everybody was just anointing him and the Bills. Like it they were picking them like it was over before the season started, anointing him the best quarterback in the league. And I'm just saying, like, yo, where is that coming from? I don't what know. What is it? And I, and that's what I was saying. And, like, you know, they're pointing to uh, what's-his-face. Um, who's the coach in, in the Giants? Brian Dable. Yeah, they're Dable. saying, like, oh, he's regressing because of him. And it's like, all right, well, he does look sloppier. Like, this year, if he's sloppy again, it's like, okay, bro. And Daniel Jones looks all right again. I mean, look, Daniel Jones only threw 15 touchdowns, but the turnovers came down. Josh Allen's turnovers were down with Brian Dable. Yeah. So those are just things that you have to look at. Like Sean McDermott is, is a good head coach. He's a defensive head coach. Yep. He's building the defense again. They got Von Miller. They got Leonard Floyd. That's what I'm saying, bro. Go get your franchise cornerstone a good running back. You got Stefan Diggs. Look what that did. I Gabe actually, Davis is good, but Gabe Davis is like, Gabe Davis is just good. That's all he is. You think he's, he's missed? Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, like, like, not to go. I'm trying to judge like from a fantasy yeah. perspective. He was right. He was like the 35th ranked, ranked wide receiver last year in fantasy. Like he's just a boomer bust option. I you think the you, you think the Bills are gonna drop off? I do. I think the Bills are. I think the Bills are. The Bills are one of my teams this year that that fall back. And I'm not saying they're not gonna make. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just think that there's gonna be chemistry issues. I think that that loss from last year with the Bengals is gonna boil over, and I just think that it's gonna it's gonna cause some problems. See, I I, I could also disagree. I think that that the 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 whole saga with everything going on with the Marham and I think I think that that being over. I think that's actually going to help them out. I think they're going to kind of re- like rejuvenate themselves. They they have a they they picked up Damian Harris in the offseason. I really like that move. I, you know how I feel about that. That is Damian a good Harris. move. I forgot about that too. That's going to be a major factor. I know they say that James Cook is going to be the RB1, but I wouldn't be surprised if Damian Harris starts to steal some carries down. Damian Harris is a good back. He's he's I think he's fantastic. He, he runs hard, he plays really well. He, I, I think he's a good player. And leading in another yeah, one I have a problem, issue, but how does Rodgers go in above Trevor Lawrence? 
going into this season? Uh, I don't hate that because I, I I believe Jaguars have better weapons than the Jets. But I mean, Trevor Lawrence came back from 28-0 after he threw four picks in the first half. Like, bro, Aaron Rodgers lost to the Lions at home to get. Oh, 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 yeah. No, no, I agree with you. I got Trevor. I would have Trevor over Rodgers. Absolutely. Yeah. Not for nothing. You can make the argument right now, heading into the season, you can make the argument of Trevor over Allen and Herbert just entering the season, just coming off of last season. Just he came on strong at the end, Trevor Lawrence. I'm gonna say so no on that because I think Allen can put up the same stats as Trevor Lawrence passing wise, and he can also do more on his feet. That's why I would put Allen above Trevor. And yeah. I think Trevor's great. I think Trevor's gonna be a top five quarterback, yeah, possibly next year and, yeah, and the future and for years to come. They're getting Calvin Ridley. I like what the Jags are doing. I really like what the Jags are what doing. If they, what if Dalvin Cook goes to the Jags? Dalvin Cook goes to the Jags. Well, I don't know because they have ETN. But who else do they have? They got rid of James Robinson. ETN and uh Hasty. Hasty. Hasty is fucking. Is Jermichael Hasty? I think so. It was. Yeah, right. number 22. Or is yeah. it Agnew? I it, yo, he's actually really solid. Yo, Agnew's a really good was it slot Agnew? player. He's really he, he yeah. No, Agnew's a wide receiver. They, they're uh, loaded. Then it is hasty. They're loaded. It Mike. is hasty. I'm sorry. I I I can't I can't disagree with you. Yeah, well, Hasty's a third. And, and they have they have the uh the owners. The Ernest Johnson and, and then, Tank uh, Tank Bigsy Bigsby, <laughs> that's crazy. And then Lamar Jackson at eight. Lamar Jackson at eight. Um, I mean, look, I think Lamar Jackson's a top ten quarterback, but I'm just saying at that point, like he hasn't, he didn't finish the season last year. He didn't finish the season the year before that. Who look, do you have above him then? If if you were to to shake it up and you had to pick one player to replace Lamar in that group, if or you can keep him there, mm -hmm. who you taking and why? Uh, I think he warrants that consideration but if you had to say one person that to take him off and put there Dak Ooh, Dak off the top of my head maybe I'm missing somebody I'm trying to think but I would go Dak because I still think Doc, Dak's a top 10 quarterback albeit at the back end of the top 10 but Dak Prescott is good you know it's crazy and Dak Prescott I I get it dude he throws interceptions he makes mistakes Dak Prescott is good bro I can already hear God Favre typing yeah through the internet I hear him breathing heavy you know what's crazy? Pause. This might be this might be a really wild take, <laughs> and I can't believe I'm sticking my head out of the woods for this. What about Jared Goff? <laughs> That's one. Actually, what about Jared fucking Goff? What about man? Geno Smith? Geno going into well, the year, if we're going by Bro, top, he had 33 touchdowns. I know, but I can't put Geno Smith at eight. I think Jared Goff is actually a, a, a solid option. He's been to a Super Bowl, lost to the Patriots. Okay. Part of the greatest regular season. They had a shit game that game. He played really bad in that Super Bowl. I get it, but he'd been there. And he's been in some historic games. He went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes in that 55 fucking point. Right now, that's the best. In Mexico. I, I, that's what I'm saying. And last year, he had 4,400 4, passing yards, 29 touchdowns, seven <laughs> interceptions. And I think he's only going to get better. I think he's getting more comfortable in that system. I think he's been there. This is his third year. The, the Lions, they look like a promising team. I, I, I like I, I think Jared Goff can be in that conversation. And I'm not saying that Jared Goff is better than Lamar, but heading into this season, we gotta put some little, a little bit more respect on Jared Goff's and fucking. I love it, bro. Cause I we really do. I'm bro. rooting for Jared Goff. Phil, you can hit it. But real fast, if Whoa, what? Okay, excuse me, excuse me, apologies. If you had to say right now, if you had to start a franchise, <laughs> who are you taking? Jared Goff or Dak Prescott? Uh wow. Right now? I that's an that's a fair question. I'm gonna go Jared Goff. No, I'm gonna go Dak Prescott. Dak, Dak Dak's better, I think. 
think I, I, I think Dow, I think Dak's more talented. I think Jared Goff just gets it. I think it's the opposite. Really? I think Jared Goff is more talented than Dak than Dak. I think Jared Goff is wildly slept on. But we're gonna review that in yeah. this coming summer. We're gonna give our top ten quarterbacks. You don't want to miss those shows. And we're coming with some fucking fire-ass football content. Take it away. This is from the best fucking podcast on the fucking net. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. Check out our show. Subscribe. Like. Do all that. Please just get the message out. We are coming this fucking summer. Giving you the best fantasy football content, NFL content, and all that shit heading your way. So please stay tuned this summer. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We appreciate all you guys watching tonight's show. And Pals. I love you. We're coming, bro. This is our fucking podcast. This is the best fucking podcast. I believe this shit on the net. We are we are fucking good. We are good at what you know. we do. We are them. We are coming. coming. And I'm excited for our future heading into this NFL season. We'll I just want to say that because I'm fucking passionate about this. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs> we'll see you guys soon. I don't know when the next episode is. Thursday or Tuesday? Oh, no, probably Tuesday. next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. We're going to go one day a week and then we will tell you our schedule moving forward soon. So... Anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. And we will see you guys next week at PNI, baby. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Put a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's Aruba. I realized I had to go.